Hey, everybody. It's Julia Sotis, and you're tuned on to Wednesdays with Julia. I like to change the name of my show because I think that's really fun. And so it's called Wednesdays with Julia, even though it's Tuesday today. So that's okay. It's going to be super, super fun. And I, uh, yeah, I stopped having my show for about three months there. And I really, really, really missed it. And I got all kinds of feedback from people being like, where are you? Where did you go? What's, where's the show? Because I didn't post it. I was, I was stopping it. I just one day was like, oh, no, I'll take a break. But I'm back now and I missed it so much. And there's so much energy on the shows coming up. I'm, I, uh, I'm having Bernice Hughes on to talk about ghosts and Maxwell's going to be on. Probably we'll get Dane on in the next while. So there's a lot going on and, uh, I'm pretty excited about all of it. Um, and my first guest back is incredibly handsome. He's incredibly funny. I love him dearly, dearly from every corner of my heart. And uh, he's an incredible, incredible facilitator of access consciousness. And uh, our shows have sort of, we've done a couple of shows together, and they've sort of become known for their, you know, candor and ridiculousness and sexual sexualness. Um, so that's the longest introduction I've ever given. <laughs> if you're not blushing by now, Connor, then there's probably something wrong with you. <laughs> Um, so welcome, Mr. Connor Hill, my favorite engineer from Denver, Colorado. <laughs> How many other engineers do you know in Denver, Colorado? Okay, you're just you're my favorite out of all the engineers and all the people that work in Colorado, and probably all the men oh, in the world. So oh, you win. that's good. I love you too, Julia. Thank you very much. That was classic. That was classic. Uh, I guess I'll say that was that the wine speaking. No, you know, I, I, I moved today. I packed up my entire house in Brandon, and I'm moving across country. It took me and my mom eight hours, and by after about six hours, like, it was the point of, like, physical exhaustion. So I only had, like, a half a glass of wine, and I'm feeling kind of happy, but I'm just happy to have a radio show again and have a great guest. Yeah. So it's not the wine. <laughs> nice. So what what was it that we were going to talk about? Oh, well, you came up with the incredible title of The Universe Has Your Back. Um, and then before we got on the show, we were talking about sex, but that's just because it's a fun thing to talk about. So, yeah, let's just see what we what we come up with and where we go. But I really, I actually love the energy that you were talking about when you came up with the title of The Universe Has Your Back. So um, maybe you could start there. Uh yeah <laughs> I like it, and I kind of think like we were talking about before, like what you were saying was like, wait a second, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> <What happened? laughs> That's the talking um so, uh, <laughs> uh yes, I so really would like to talk about the universe has your back. And I kind of want to not talk about it yet. Okay. I kind of really want to talk about, we did talk about sex. Although, hey, I think we've already had a couple of radio shows of that. I kind of actually, as you were talking about it, and because I didn't realize until like right before this call that this was your first radio show back. And as you were talking about it, what kind of came up for me 
interestingly enough how this stuff works out is that like as you were talking and introducing me I like went deeply into the confines very tiny space inside my head that's like as I was doing it it's like I realized it's kind of right between my eyes and maybe an inch behind my nose and it's really really small space <laughs> it sounds super it gross is, it is super gross and I went there as I was thinking about quitting interestingly enough quitting because what? like as you were talking anything well and especially uh-huh. like access because actually what came up for me probably like before the SOP right after the advanced body in Denver, both Denver classes. It wasn't like... For those of you, hold on, caveat, we have to explain. Um, The SOP stands for the Symphony of Possibilities. And that's a class facilitated by Dr. Dane here. And it's about using your skills as a a maestro, as someone with a lot of um, power and potency to conduct the entire universe, to gift to you and to create with the universe and create a better world. So I'm just putting that in parentheses uh, so that people know what that is. So continue. Right. And we would quit that for what fucking reason? So everything that is, that's a godzillion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think that's I I think that's something that, that every single person who is choosing consciousness um for those of you who don't know, this is a pretty much a consciousness based radio show. Um and uh, if you would like to know more about um, what we're talking about, you can visit accessconsciousness.com, um, and uh, that will give you a good, clear indication. But we're kind of going to assume that everybody's a little bit advanced or has a bit of an understanding of access consciousness. So if you need to pause and go to accessconsciousness.com and go to YouTube and watch some videos on it, please feel free to do that and then come back and then you'll be ready for the big conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, Connor, I'm just saying all the caveats here. Um, but I think that's something that everybody choosing consciousness comes up against. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, I've heard Dane say it a lot where he's like, I just wanted to quit this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like, and you're on the stage taking, uh, holding our hands into a yeah. new reality. Yeah. And, I mean, like, really, like, at the time that I was like, man, I fucking hate this. This is bullshit. Like, people are bullshit. I hate everybody. And it's like, and the whole time, too, I'm kind of like, I'm sure I'll get through it. And I'm sure it'll pass. And I'm, it doesn't even make sense because I'm like, I don't know what I would do if I wasn't doing it. I would just live, like, a normal life that sounds boring as all hell. It would be really bad um, being normal. What's that? You would be really bad at being normal. I don't even think you could do it. <laughs> it would be like asking a fish to like, like make its Find home tree? comfortable in a cloud. <laughs> yeah, or that. Like a fish, a fish trying, trying to climb a tree. Again, <laughs> Maxwell's book. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's true. It would be the like, fact that you started saying it. Might as well give her a shout out. Yeah, she's actually going to be on the show next week. Oh, nice. So Anne Maxwell on the show next week. Yes. And she has a book called Trying to Teach a Fish to Climb a Tree, which has to do most with autistic children, I believe, and people in general. And And people with ADD, like us. Yes, very (laughs) much so. Yes. So, um, Julie, did you 
kind of like, did you stop doing your radio show for a bit? Did you, was it ever, was it actually like a break or was it like somewhere you're like, I just want to quit? Um, no, it was, it wasn't, I just want to quit. It was like, it was like, how can I do this different and what else is possible with this? That's cool. Yeah, I needed a new system. So I just took a break until I could find a new system. But no, people are going to have to, people are going to be listening to me talking for many years to come. Nice. (laughs) That's good to hear. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, but no, it's definitely something that I've come up against, like, a lot. I mean, recently I was asking to lose my mind, like, to stop thinking. And I've actually successfully pretty much gone to that place. I think very, very rarely, and I don't judge myself hardly at all now. Um, But to do that, it was like this demand of, like, I cannot think anymore. And um, I did a lot of clearing around that. And but there was one night um, just after the uh, nine trannies class where I literally thought I was going crazy. Like I literally laid in my bed and I couldn't fall asleep the entire night and I thought I was going to die. Like I thought I was dying and going crazy. And I texted um, Susanna Mittermeier, a friend of ours and a fellow facilitator, and I was like, Susanna, like, I think I'm dying. Like, I'm, I'm, I might be dying right now because, like, I, I thought I was, like, mentally insane, like, going crazy. It was awful. It was probably the most awful eight hours of my life that night that I didn't sleep at all, and then it was okay in the morning. Um, but it's, like, that's, sometimes that's part of the demand of consciousness is, like, because you are going crazy. It's like a detox from this reality. And when you're detoxing, like, the first few days are not super fun. You're usually pooping a lot. There's a lot of poop. (laughs) Very well played. Yeah. Yeah, but it is. like a great way to put it. And it's like, of course, that night I wanted to quit. I'm like, I'm over this. This is crazy. And then I woke up, and I'm like, oh, my God, the birds are chirping. Well, I didn't wake up because I didn't fall asleep. Maybe I slept one hour. And I woke up, and I was like, the birds are chirping, and I couldn't think. There were no thoughts in my head. It was like when they all these people talk about enlightenment and stuff like that. It was like that. It was like, oh, there's nothing wrong. The whole universe is supporting me. I have more than I ever imagined. Everything is okay. It was like that. But, yeah, cool. getting there was, like, really shitty. Yeah. No pun intended. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. That's so. awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome to hear. Yeah, it was. Congratulations. It Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, I don't think I've told anybody about that. Well, I'm telling well, you and good. everybody else. Well, that's good. I'm glad we outed it. Yeah. 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 Well, people need to hear that stuff. Because I this think that it's pretty good. easy to judge yourself pretty dynamically um, when you don't realize that it's not always easy. Yeah. I hear you. I've gone through the exact same thing, and it's like, and I went through it for, like, I felt like I was going nuts for, like, four months straight. And you did the smart thing. You called a friend. I was like, nobody knows what I'm going through. I can't call anyone. Oh, <laughs> which, was like, which was, like, the worst idea ever. That um, is a bad idea. So, yeah, but it's, right. like this, it's like this place in your head where you're like, oh, I don't want to bother anybody or, like, oh, that would be too much to ask from them. And it's like this, like, evil voice, for me anyways. I, I 
I also, I don't know what it is. I also like to think that women have a real, do a really good job of like explaining what goes on in their head sometimes. And I don't know how. And yeah. I would think I'm like, if I talk to anybody, I don't even know where I would begin. And right. then anytime I did try to talk to anybody, I might have like sent them too much of the energy of what was actually going on in my world where it was probably a little intense <laughs> as I look back on it. And then they were I'm like, wow. <laughs> like you're like, oh man, I cannot even go within the vicinity of that. That is fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah, no, yeah, it is like so, phone a friend. There is definitely something to be oh, said man. for phone a friend. Yeah, phone them. I probably talked to people in person, which was just like way too much close encounter. You know, like maybe you'll. Maybe a little too much going on there. <laughs> Didn't really need to share the energy. Probably could have just kept the energy to myself and, and talked about it. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting. It's really, it's, like you said, it's so nice to know because at the same time, it was actually like, it wasn't until, I mean, I've listened to the maestro class, the class that both you and I went to that nobody really talks about a whole lot because it's got so many darn prerequisites underneath it. It's like you probably shouldn't really be thinking about the maestro class if you've only had a bard class or if this is your first time hearing about access. But the number of classes you need to really have under your belt in order to um, have the prerequisites to go to that class, which made me really excited when I first heard about that class. I was like, yes, only like people that are like fucking I'm here for this shit, man, to be involved in that. It was like at that class, I listened to it tons of times and it took forever until I finally heard someone say like Dane brought up that someone texted him and was like I can't even tell you how fucking crazy my head has been the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. and it's like probably a lot of people have been going through that in the last like six months or something I and as I'm talking about it what comes up is the the living dream, actually. After the living dream in Costa Rica, seven day last year, like, a lot of just, like, what you just said of, like, letting go and losing your mind. And, I mean, you did lose your mind, it sounds like. <laughs> oh, I, literally, I did. It was, it was, it was for sure the equivalent as of the most clinically insane you could ever feel in your life. And I mean, from from your stories of what you had gone on, go on in your head before, it sounds like uh, you would be the person to know what that's actually like. It's not like it's your first time ever having some weird things going on in your head. I exactly, take it. exactly. So that's so cool because I there was once upon a time where I asked the same question, where I was like, I would love to lose my mind. Only I was driving a car, so I kind of like things got really weird and then I got scared that I was going to like, you know, kind of like black out for a bit and get into, into an accident. So I did, I'm not sure I lost my whole mind at that moment, but uh, I'm glad to see that you're on the other side. It sounds like you kind of like from the stories of what people think going through a black hole would be like, you kind of get ripped apart before you get stuck That's through the exactly, other side. Exactly. That's exactly what it felt like. It was, Dane said it really well the other day. What was I listening to? I was listening to Dane and he said, sometimes creating a new reality feels like being put through a meat grinder. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like, that just goes to, I was thinking about that before this call and earlier today or something, that it's just like all of that kind of stuff. It's like, 
this call is not necessarily for a newbie, I guess, because it's not going to make anybody be like, yeah, I want to go do consciousness. <laughs> it could. But, uh, <laughs> right? Maybe yeah, this I is a call of, like, <laughs> I think that we're going to name this call, Sometimes Consciousness Feels Like Being Put Through a Meat Grinder. <laughs> or something like that, yeah. Because, I, I mean, like, I've always thought that, you know, like, people out there doing, you know, like, running a marathon or climbing really tall mountains or anybody putting themselves through, quote-unquote, pain and suffering or really, I like to use the word gnarly because, actually, if you look it up in the dictionary, it means challenging, some like, gnarly shit, like, big wave surfing, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you think that's wild? Wait until you try consciousness. And that just is, like, the whole where consciousness has to be a choice because, like, I cannot, I'm sure you're in the same boat, I cannot fathom telling somebody that they should go through what I went through. I'm like, that's your choice. Like, Totally. It's, that's like, like convincing I'm not somebody to become to a skydiver. Yeah. Exactly. Like, but, te- like, 100,000 really times worse. Right. Oh, like a and better. Times worse, yeah. Probably like telling someone that you know, hey, uh, you know, go climb the, go climb Everest. You should really climb Everest. That's important because <laughs> it's really cold up there. There's no oxygen, and it's extremely insane, and you're crazy. It's got to be your own choice, and so it's like there's so much of that going on probably too. People are like, you need to choose. You need to choose it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right? That's one other mm-hmm. thing is I've had to get really good at, like, making sure people don't try to facilitate me or make me wrong in situations. You know what I mean? Like, like people yeah. – like, it's, sometimes it's important to just talk like a normal person and not do access speak. Um, And, I, you know, it's like you have to call people out and be like, don't – like, did I ask you for facilitation? And that yeah. that was a big muscle for me. That took a long time to be able to call people out. Oh my um, god, yeah. I well, it's like it's it is especially funny. It's like I actually told someone recently, you sound like you sound like a 16 year old that just got their well, 16 if you're from the United States because it's the first year you can have a driver's license. So I'm like, you sound like a 16 year old that just got their driver's license. Now, interestingly, they took it like differently than I meant it. Um, not surprisingly so, but it's kind of like they just started doing access and they're like, oh yeah, is that yours? Is this? And I'm like, um, you know what? I think I can handle myself, right? Or it's like a 16 year old in the United States when they get their driver's license, they want to tell everybody else on the planet how to drive a car. And it's like, you've only been driving for like a week. Right. You just, right. Like you just learned. Yeah. You're going to run around trying to tell everybody how to do driving. Yeah, um, and I think that, so. like, one of the things, like, that starts to happen when you are doing consciousness for a while is, like, you don't have that need to talk all the time and to, to change things. It's, like, lately Gary's been talking a lot about having a sense of relaxation, like, yeah. just relaxing into consciousness and not needing, like, oh, my God, I spent, like, you just spent so long, like, with this sense that you have to change everything now. I've got these tools. I have to make sure I get a Lamborghini. I have to live in the best place ever. I have to have the most perfect boyfriend or girlfriend. I have to have so much money. 
Like, this all has to change now. And it's like, that's the number one thing that will make sure that it does not change at all. <laughs> yeah. Just so a little bit of force involved in that, right? <laughs> just a little bit. And that's something that's just so beautiful about the universe and how much the universe has our backs is just, like, just whispering to it, just saying, hey, universe, like, could you could you bring this to me? Not, I have to have this now. What would it take? What would it take? What would it take? <laughs> give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. <laughs> oh. Nobody oh. ever comes when you do it like that. Exactly. Oh, that was a good, I, I went sexual on that one, but that's very true. Like, you need <laughs> to come now. You need to come now is a really great way to have your partner of the same or opposite sex, whoever you're fooling around with at the moment to be like, you need to come now. It's a great way to like get them to not come. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you could just invite them to, hey, what's up, baby? Yeah. And and like one of the best ways to have sex with somebody is to like like be curious about their body and be like, what part could I touch that would set something off? Or like where could I go? What could I kiss? Where, what could I lick? What could I eat? <laughs> what could I do yeah. to like set something off? And that's the same kind of conversation you want to have with the universe is like, where do I have to put my attention? What do I have to energetically move or shift to allow it to come? Allow, <laughs> allow what mm-hmm. I'm asking for to come. Yes. Fall that was some face. not very covert <laughs> in, innuendo. <laughs> Just don't get it in my eye. What's that? I said, just don't get it in my eye. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So yeah. You're right. Like, I, talking about that, like, I like, I mean, if you're looking at sex, like, and I, as you're saying it, like, looking at the universe and asking and creating whatever you'd like is just, and, and, and not having a point, not even like knowing what that is, being like, just not having a concept even of time and just enjoying in the moment is really what's what creates the most mm-hmm. in sex, which it's not mm-hmm. really something I've actually been doing a whole lot of in my life. It's like, this is what I have to do. This is what I, like, if my life right now, I were sex, I'd probably be doing a whole lot of like, okay, I got to do two pumps here and I make sure I look at the, lick the nipple and now make sure I kiss the side of the neck and then like make sure I do this because this is what I read and yeah. like do this and like do that over there as opposed to just fully enjoying. Yeah. No, I'm not saying I'm not enjoying my life. I totally enjoy my life. It's just that if I actually looked at it like in comparison to like you could, you if you really just and I like saying slow, like if it was just every detail and every moment of your life and in sex and like all those moments was just, there was just so much joy and and possibility and just enjoyment of everything that like... And just not even worrying about time. Time having no concept at all. Uh huh. <laughs> and going from there. Yeah, I'm. Uh, and, I'm flush. And then, 
right? Like, <laughs> let's say you were playing with someone else's body. Like, you tied him to the bed or something, right? And you played, you should do this this weekend, Julia. Okay. Tie some guy to the bed and just play with his body without any any concept of time or any concept of what you actually would like to create. And then I just wonder what would, you know, what would get created. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I'll Something get back to you, you guys next even... week. Ooh, with Anne Maxwell. Oh, my God, she will be great to share that with. I love Anne. Yeah, you guys are going <laughs> to love her. She's just an incredible woman. She's mm-hmm. so much fun, and she's so happy. Yes, that she is. Yeah, but no, oh, my God, that description you just gave, it's like if if everyone was being that when they were asking the universe for things, that they would they there would be no no choice but for the universe to bring them to them like you were like i was like i was like like <laughs> I, I was giddy and like flush and like oh my god connor yes of course what he said and it's like that's the same thing with the universe it's like when you're just being you and being present and and um just enjoying Playing. your life yeah about a sense of and, play and there is that sense just like you said like Gary's been talking about a lot that sense of relaxation just being so relaxed and that nothing has to actually happen now nothing's got to occur yesterday or tomorrow or any given time it's just hey I'm here yeah and oh I can just like feel it in my body right now that seems really good yep nice yeah. So what was the name of this call again? The universe has your back. It sounds like the universe has your has your has front. Your what? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's great. So I guess we can finish with the beginning or something. Well, I don't know about finish on how long we are right now, but I was just finish. thinking like what made me think of that that um, title for this call was really I had worked on. Uh, a woman who had her very first bar session. I give her a first bar session. And during that session, it was like the most dynamic bar session I've ever given anyone, gifted anyone to date. Yet. Yet. Let me not fuck that up. Yet. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, um, so for those of you that don't know, if you say it was the best ever, then it's always going to be the best ever. and You can never have better than that. So just say the best yet, and then you can have greater than that. Now, if you only want that thing that you've had in the past or the thing that you had now to be the best ever, you go right on and keep it that way. So um, I realized or I perceived in them in those, during that session, like what the the extent to which the universe actually has our back. And that's kind of what brought up the title of this for me because there's kind of a lot of that going on where it's like this, um, especially financially, which is retarded because I don't really actually care. So it's like, who does it actually belong to? Um, but, and, um, it's the you like the level at which the universe actually has your back if you're willing to receive from it that there is 
no need to ever worry about anything, really. No. Uh-uh. No. Except for money, because money is a real issue. Right. Correct. Money <laughs> is such a real issue. And everything that brought <laughs> up for everyone, times right. a godzillion, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right mm-hmm. around good and bad, pot and pot, all night, shorts, boys, and beyond. Yeah. Well, there's still somewhere in my world where it's a real issue. So everywhere I mean, money is a real issue, would you just try and uncreate it all? Yep. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I'm going to use Simone Millis's, uh process that she sent after the uh, Joy of Business call, or Joy of Business taster from Orlando. She sent this process out, and it literally had me, like, balled up on the ground crying. Not in a bad way. That's just what happens to me. You cry so a if lot. If anybody ever sees me in so a class, awesome. I cry a lot. And I'm so fucking tired of it. Oh, and well, it's really fun to watch a guy cry, though. But, yeah, it's probably <laughs> okay, not fine. good to Maybe cry just... all the time. <laughs> right? It'd be nice to move on to something else. I kind of did there for a bit, so I started laughing a lot more. So I laugh and I cry, like, at the same time now. So, that's, actually, that's exactly what I was doing. I was, like, <laughs> laughing and crying at the same time while, like, my whole – I'm just, like, curled up in a ball on the in the middle of the freaking li- my living room in my apartment, crying, laughing. And that's just kind wait, of wait, 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 hold on. Me. I got to stop you for a sec. Um, I okay. got to say something that Gary said one time. Okay, he said, okay. Okay, he said, what if you made Dracula laughter more valuable than tears? So now every time I want to start crying, I go, whoa, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I got to see you. And it fucking that. stops me in my track. Dracula laughter, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I like Count Chocula. Count Chocula? Yeah, I don't know. It's probably the same thing. What's Count Chocula? I, I don't know. I was thinking of uh, some comedian, Dave Chappelle, did a thing where he's like, one smack, two smacks, two smacks. Oh, 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 oh. So I think it's like the same thing. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Count Chocula. I don't know what that is. Apparently, I thought it was Count because he's a black guy, black comedian, oh, talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> point, that was just so great. So, anyways, just for yeah. all of you, if you want to cry, laugh like Dracula instead. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I, I finally, after many classes, I kind of heard Gary finally say that when crying is, it's okay if you cry because a lot of times, sometimes that's just the way people's bodies dissipate things that they've locked into their body. Yeah. Uh, which I have come to realize judgment um, that I've locked into my body, judgment of whatever, and points of views that kind of have locked things into place. So the process that I was talking about that had me on the floor was, what have you made so vital? Wait, is that correct? What? Yes. What have you made so vital about the need for money that keeps you from having the joy of money? And everything that doesn't allow that, we just try to create it all. Right, we're wrong, good, bad, pot, yeah. pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyond. I think it's also like what keeps you functioning from the need of money rather than the joy of money and everything that is concerned great all right and wrong. Yeah. Unbuck all nine shorts, boys and bounce. Ooh, somebody's yawning. Oh, I'm yawning and burping and tearing up. Yeah, so so everywhere you're functioning from the need of money rather mm-hmm. than the joy of money, we just try and uncreate that times uh-huh. a gazillion. Yep. 
right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Everywhere you're functioning from the need of money rather than the joy of money, would you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So everything that doesn't allow you to function from the joy of money rather than the need of money, would you destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. So what energy, space, and consciousness can we and our bodies be to be the joy of money that we truly be for all eternity? And everything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy and uncreate it all. Times we got done, right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Boys and beyond. Yeah. Boys, boys, that feels beyond. good feels really good. I'm too spaced to mm-hmm. host a radio show now, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It sounds like somebody's just had somebody run a feather all over their body for a while. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's pretty good. That's exactly what we were talking about. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. No, it's just, I don't know. Life is so beautiful. Why would we yes, use money as an excuse to stop it from being as beautiful as it is? I mean, and that's the thing. It's like people are not willing to know how much they actually have. Like, we all have so much. Like, we're all so <laughs> abundant. And But that's the thing about your brain. Your brain is cognitively, it's it's designed, it's programmed to look at what you don't have and what's not there and what's wrong. And it's like that's why it's really, really important to lose your mind. Since I've lost my mind, like, I, all I can see is how much people are willing to contribute to me and how much I have. Like, I have everything, and I I thought I had nothing. And it's just amazing. And I yeah. actually did a lot of algorithm interrupt, interrupts. That's how I got rid of my mind, was one, two, three, four, five, which is a little advanced, but I'll explain it anyways. Um, <laughs> okay, go for it. I'm going, like I'm it. going there. Hey, Break everybody needs rules. to lose Pick their mind. I'm... What? I said, it's fuck it if somebody wants to get mad. Like, hey, you're not supposed to give them that tool up. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's funny. Okay, I'm giving it out. So um, so the, the tool is the algorithmic interrupt. And it's like, okay, this is super, super quick for what it is. But it's based on, like, if you look at your computer screen, you can see all the colors and pixels. Well, you can't see the pixels, but the pixels make up the screen. And the pixels are made up out of algorithms. And all of the coding and the Internet, it's all a series of zeros and ones. So the way that our lives are designed, the way that we're supposed to act, is sort of like a computer system. It's like, don't get judged here. Don't let this person do that. Don't spend that money. It's all by default, it's all autopilot. And so an algorithmic interrupt is actually interrupting the computer systems of your life. And your mind is your biggest computer that's like the computer gone mad against you. Um, so when to do an algorithmic interrupt, you just go one, two, three, four, five. And you like blast that algorithm out of existence energetically. And um, yeah. I've gone clinically insane, and I have never been happier. Right on. Yeah. We like it. Yeah. So I hear you're making some sort of an expo. 
Is this correct? I am. Do I have this what, right? That's correct. I Speaking of the universe contributing to me, um, me and a beautiful lady named Sue Swarbrick and another beautiful certified facilitator of access, Robin Chant, um, the three of us are putting on our second expo and our first women's expo in Brandon, Manitoba, September 27th. And, uh, oh, my gosh, we had a meeting with my mom, who's a wedding decorator today, and uh, it's going to be so beautiful. I'm so excited. Um, and so far, oh, and I talked to this guy today who's he, he owns this place called Prairie Chocolates. He's a chocolatier. And uh, he's going to be not. It's not for sure because his wife has been away um, for the summer, and they don't keep chocolates stored. She's not going to be back till close to the expo, and she's the one who makes a lot of the chocolates. But anyways, we're having like this incredible local chocolate chocolatier, and uh, there's yeah, there's I think 35 booths signed up already. So we're hoping to have 70 or 100, and uh, at least a thousand people go through. So. Yeah, it's pretty fun for a small town, 50,000 people. Um, our last one had incredible turnout. It's just a fun thing to do, and it's a fun thing to create as long as you don't get too serious about it. Sometimes we get serious about it, and we're like, well, we better stop getting being so serious, and then we just stop and do the energy pull exercise and pull lots of energy into our creation. But, uh, yeah, no, it's really fun. So the universe definitely, um, with our last expo, we we just did it our way. We didn't stress. We um, did things that were fun. We ne- we didn't, um, I don't know, it was just really fun. It was really easy. And people were coming in there saying that in years and years of going to expos, we were the most professionally run expo they'd ever been to. I was like, what? Like, you have to be kidding me. And it's just like, but by pulling energy and putting those that energy in people's worlds, it's like, of course they're going to receive it as that. So... Nice. That's yeah. great news. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty cool. I'm really glad to hear your. I, I was about to say Julia is back, but Julia is not back. Julia is. Julia brand is spanking new. Is bigger than before. Bigger. Yeah. <laughs> bigger. Julia's in the house. Than ever. And, Julia um, is in the house. Yeah, and tell us about your new job. At the yoga studio. Right. Yeah. I've uh I'm leasing space at a yoga studio in the Highlands area of Denver called the Freya Project, which I was like, What does that mean? And apparently Freya is uh I don't know, I think it's Russian or Eastern European or Swedish or I don't know, somewhere over there. Apologize. How do you spell it? F R E Y J A. So Freya was a, or a, a goddess or something. That, Freya uh, is the goddess like... of. Ooh, listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. She is the it. goddess of love and of the night. Ooh. What was the last bit you just said? She's the goddess of love and of the night, like nighttime. And of the night. They yeah, like didn't nighttime. say anything else. Just nope. those two, but that's still good. It, she's yeah. from Scandinavian mythology. There we go, Scandinavia. That's very cool. If I was even close. Yeah, so um, I think I've seen other definitions where it involves like love, sex, um, and even war, actually, like warrior. So it's almost like a Xenia warrior princess kind of style thing. Right. Um, 
Right. So that's the name of the yoga studio. It's really cool. They've got a plethora. It's really kind of involved everything. Um, there's no, it's not like, yes, we need to be yogis or yes, we need to do this. It's every yoga instructor really kind of does their own thing. Everybody is really encouraged to kind of do their own thing no matter where their quote unquote teachings come from or anything like that. So it's, um, really cool place and uh yeah i'm leasing space there to do energy work starting out with bars on people and um giving all the employees that work there free bar sessions and just uh seeing where it's taking me and also signing up to do bars for a dollar a minute on the 16th street mall in denver i'm just gonna try and run bars on everybody i can get my hands on basically (laughs) that's unreal good for you yeah wow That's a demand. And if anybody, yeah, and if anybody's ready to step up for some gnarly consciousness, they can ask for an SOP session or any body work that they want or anything right that on. they got going on. Yeah. If you're in the Denver area, you mm-hmm. need to go see the only male engineer bars facilitator. <laughs> I don't know why I like putting engineer in there. It just sounds good. I I totally agree with you. I would be I gotta imagine that you'd be hard pressed to find a I guess I'll say I'm thirty right now, but I'm gonna from here on out I'm gonna pull a Gary and a Dane and be like, I'm thirty something and I'm never telling you what it is. But I'm thirty <laughs> straight up right now. <laughs> I'll be thirty until I'm seventy five. Uh and then I'll be like, Oh I'm thirty two. <laughs> uh, Right, so, uh, you know, probably quite possibly the only professional engineer that does energy work and is 30. Uh, You're the only one. Quite possibly. Hopefully, on the planet, that would be the bomb. I I think so. I mean, I don't know. We'd have to look into engineers, I guess. And if if that exists, then me and him will just have to bust out our wands and shoot (laughs) lightning bolts at each other. Well, if he does, if he does exist, he's probably like more like into like tie-dyed robes and raw food, rather than actual consciousness. But hey, there you go. If you find somebody who's actually interested in consciousness, definitely give him my number too. <laughs> All right, I might just get gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, no, I. Uh, Thank you for coming on today. This has been a really cool show. I mean, we always have a good show. When have we not had a good yes. show? There's Thank you so, so much for inviting about. me, Julia. Yeah. I'm extremely happy that you're doing these again. And yeah, I missed it. Oh, my God. This has been so much fun. Yeah, it has. And it has. So I apologize to anybody that's heard a lot of noise coming out. It was really weird there as we were talking about deep consciousness things apparently this reality didn't want anyone to hear about it because there was like trucks going by and helicopters and airplanes all at once and now it's dead quiet so, i didn't um, hear a thing in your background i don't know about oh, other that's people, good. but i haven't heard a thing that's even good. clear to me yeah oh and before we go we only have one minute left but before we go i do want to let everybody know about the magic club um that is a one-year club that i'm running and it's 
are going to be basically like the main premise is going to be about pulling energy and like building the muscle of being the strongest energy puller that you can possibly be and pulling in everything you'd like to have, pulling in the people you'd like to have in your life. Um, when I was, when I started doing access, uh, I had a private session with Gary and the main thing that I got out of that session was he said to me, Julia, honey, you have to pull energy every single day for three months. So I did. And then after the three months was over, I kind of stopped. And I created so much in that three months, it was absolutely ridiculous. So I was like, well, why don't I start doing that again? So I'm inviting everybody to do it with me. Um, and if you want to sign up, you can go to createyourlifewithjulia.com. Um, so www.createyourlifewithjulia.com. And uh, there's lots of info on there. And I think Melissa and I also did a Google Hangout on it, uh, which can be found on my Facebook page. So, yeah. So I want to let everybody know about that because everybody needs to know that they're magic and can create anything that they desire. So thank you, Mr. Hill. Thank you, Julia. And I think the new name for this call should be uh, The Universe Has Your Back. So lose your mind. Hey, I like that. Can you text yeah. me that? I have to remember to write that down. Okay, I will. <laughs> hey, I'm fried, man. I was packing for eight hours. I've got all sorts of things that come up in my head when you say packing for eight hours, and I'll just keep those. To <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, that's that's what I love about you. <laughs> thank you, Julia. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Well, and thank you, everybody, um, listening in. Um, and next week is the amazing Anne Maxwell. So lots of love. Have a really, really good week. And we will talk to you next Wednesday live from my new apartment in Vancouver, which I will be moving into the day before that. So, And if you're in the Edmonton area, uh, go see Dr. Dane for his level two and three this weekend i'm hosting okay bye everybody talk to you soon thanks connor bye julia bye everybody bye. thank you